And welcome back to the Metal Hand of God podcast. I am your host, Wayne, and with me today is not the rum guy, the man, the myth, the legend, the rum guy. No, no. He had to be away. He had to go do personal business, probably jacking in a, in a, in a stall somewhere, thinking about, you know, little people throwing egos at him, covered in... Uh, that always blue, works for blueberry me. Blueberry syrup. <laughs> yeah, that always works for me, but I like maple. But today, today we have a very special co-host. He comes from the land down under. My nuts. It's Mr. <laughs> Chris. Uh, A.K.A. Not Rum Guy. Yeah, yeah, it's Chris. He's also the host of the Heroes and Heels segment on our show. You would know him as the... Uh, the Undertaker or some shit like that. I don't know, some gay shit he picked. I can't remember. My bad. Don't look at me like that. Don't look at me like you want to hurt somebody. It's just, it's just. No, not somebody, buddy. Just me, right? Just me. Yes, just me. Sir, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So enough of me blabbing about Chris and his worthlessness. In the greatest pod, the greatest <laughs> wrestling podcast segment on the M Hog Network. No. That's true. It is. It's because it's, it's the, the only, only one. one but, hey, we'll take any accolades we can get. That's true. That's true. I give it to you, man. I give it to you. I don't know how I'm going to give it to you, but I'll give it to you. Uh, but we do have a guest today. He comes from Missouri. That's right. That's right. Kansas City, Missouri. That's right. KC in the building. <laughs> I don't think we've ever had anybody from Missouri. Uh, it's Mr. Matt Steffens. I said it right, correct? You did. You said it correctly. Good. See? People call me Matt Stevens. So. It's not. How would they call you Stevens? I don't know, dude. They they see two Fs and they just assume it forms a V in some magical way. I don't know. Oh, so wait, it's not Matt Stiffens? No, but that would be That's his porn false. name. So I get, yeah, I guess I googled the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I've been called Stiffy Stephens and stupid stuff like that. Ooh, nice, nice. That's a good one. That is a good one. That is is a very, very, very good one. Um, but Matt, uh, draws for. Tops, am I correct? Is to say just it's tops, or is it just like a just a bunch of other companies as well? Yeah, it's it's tops primarily. I, I did a stint with Upper Deck, but that didn't really go so well. So tops, yeah. Nice. Yeah, he does. Um, which is really what's really funny is we talked we talked about you, Matt, uh, in a prior show. Uh, so I kind of laid the groundwork about who you are and and what the fuck yeah. you do, and I, and I probably said a bunch of wrong shit because you know we only talked for like maybe 10 to 15 minutes between you trying to teach me how to use an x-ray machine so <laughs> it's kinda... yeah. how's that going by the way everything good there oh yeah man it's going great like i i don't have the errors or the problems with like shoving that thing in there perfect it reminds me of of uh like when when they first shoved the ghost into um, the Ghostbusters chamber, oh, that noise yeah. it makes, ah, <laughs> the containment unit. Yes, yes, and and yeah. I, and so I always pretend that I'm doing that. Which one do you pretend you are, Vakeman? Of course, <laughs> fuck, Winston. A little fetish going on there. <laughs> yeah, no one wants to be Egon, huh? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Why would no? He didn't even get the girl who was throwing him, throwing herself yeah, at him. The mold spores and fungus guy. That's cool. <laughs> That's gonna, true. I'm gonna need a sample of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so speaking of uh, Ghostbusters, has uh, do y'all have opinion on the on that former Ghostbuster movie? Uh, talking about the all girl cast. Yeah, yeah. Does anybody have an opinion about that? 
hated it. I never saw it. You didn't like it or you liked it, Matt? I never saw it. No? You didn't miss yeah. nothing. Yeah. I just decided why taint the original. Yeah. I mean, I watched it. Don't get me wrong. I watched it. Um, don't hold that. Uh, and uh, I, I don't know. It was pretty. Like, it was really pretty. Like, the, the effects in that movie were fucking incredible. That it was. Like, that it you was. know, the ghosts look really cool and all that shit. But I kind of thought it was flat. Uh, my biggest issue was uh, it it wasn't in the same universe. Like, you had some of the uh, the cast from the original. But playing. there were other people. Yeah, and that, that really just, like, fucked it up for me yeah, all three. the way around. I was like, yeah. Three for the loop. You. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Matt, so you, you, you know what, man? You're not missing anything. <laughs> Don't worry about <laughs> it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, Unless so you have to end up. Make it, why not keep it in the same universe? I mean, the, it's, the story writes itself. Yeah. I mean, uh, one of our buddies, uh, Tim Lottie, who actually draws Ghostbusters for IDW, uh, is, um, you know, he, he's got to draw all that shit. And he, he, like he said, he says, hey, whatever. It's in, it's in my same universe. You know, I got to because he's got to draw everybody together. I think like I've seen covers that he's done that, that has all, all, all the crossover. All, all the of old them. And mm-hmm. and yeah. I would have made that movie just that much better for me. Like, if it was in the same universe, it could have been the same exact movie with, you know, yeah, Dr. Peter sure. Vankman. Yeah. You know, but that's just me. Well, I mean, you know they have the new one coming out, right? I cannot wait to see more than just that little. The little you know, clip? Yeah, I mean, just that little, uh, the Ecto-1. <laughs> see, that, that's that's what brought brought the whole subject up. Is once we were talking about me making that noise and pretending that I was doing that, I was thinking about the, uh, the new film. And, uh. I, I'm curious on which way they're going to go with it. Uh, I read some article that said that they were going to be doing something uh, like, of course, everybody is going to be back um, so far. They, I don't know if Murray's going to do it yet, though. I'm not sure everybody's going to return. Um, according to what they said, everyone's in. Even fucking um, uh, Harold Ramos. Not Harold Ramos. Yeah, even Harold Ramos because he's dead. Yeah, that'd, that'd be a hell of a comeback. You yeah. know what? If they bring him back, that would be incredible. They should bring him back as a ghost. That would be that yeah, would be awesome. Be you know what yeah, I'm saying? Awesome. Like, how cool would it be? Like, you know, Egon dies, and, and they bring him back as a ghost, but he's young Egon in that ghost form. You know what I'm saying? That, like, that he can would come be back. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Kind of a good idea. They could like help him like solve a caper or something. Yeah, exactly. Like he's back for a reason. You know what I'm saying? To, to yeah. help somebody do something or or, or some shit like that. That would be awesome. Yeah. Kind, kind of like uh like the the old uh Star Wars thing with the ghosts at the end of the film or or you know like they're in the Jedi form. Crap, the dead ones. That would be nice. Which really pissed me off when they took away uh <laughs> the old one and put that dumb shit in oh, it. Oh yeah, from... yeah, when they took the original actor out. Yeah, way to go. Some things you just shouldn't mess with. Right, right. Like what? Uh, like that being one of them. What else? Uh, if there's something in the universe of that we're talking about, any any realm, any any film, any thing that you guys have seen that you, like remake-wise, that you sh- think they should never have done, what do you think it was? I would probably have to say the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Really? Yeah. I liked it. <clears throat> No, I mean Freddy's always gonna be just one guy. I'm not saying that he's a, there should be you know multiple Freddy Kruegers or whatever, but I say that that film was way more gritty and actually dirty horror movie than the original films. The original films are campy and funny. Um, 
Maybe, maybe. That's what makes them good. Exactly. What's that? Exactly. That's what makes them good. Well, no, I'm not saying they're bad. I'm not saying they're bad. I I love those films. Like I do. I just I just really dug the way they went with this one because they actually showed more of like how fucked up Freddy Krueger really was, and he wasn't like this silly, you know, uh, bad well, guy. I mean, that's what you watch Nightmare on Elm Street for. It's for like uh, you know, a uh, a. Uh, Cool ass kill and then a catchy catchphrase, you know. Welcome to prime time, bitch. <laughs> you know, yeah, something something like that. You know, a little I witty, get it. I get a little it. witty uh, comment as he's like slicing and dicing. You know, right, but, right, right, right. And and like I said, I love I love his movies, man. You know, those movies are fucking incredible. I'll watch them all day long, all of even the real shitty ones towards the end. But you know, I still like them. Uh, but I really, yeah. I was gonna say the Friday the Thirteenth. Speaking of Freddy, but the, what is it when he takes Manhattan and he punches that dude's head off? Yeah, that's probably my favorite kill of all. Jason. <laughs> uh, dude, Jason was it? Did Jason takes Manhattan? Was that the name of it? Yeah, that yeah. fucking film. When he when they announced that, I will never forget that because I was like, "What the fuck are they doing?" Even at the age I was, I was going, "This sounds really bad. This sounds yeah, terrible." Yeah. Yeah, talking about beating a dead horse. And I mean, the <laughs> ending, I mean, I, I never fully understood that, so. Hey, who, who knows? It would have been better if Jason went to Broadway and started dancing at the end. For real. <laughs> a killer musical number. Let's start spreading the bodies. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Mama. <laughs> oh, Lord. Fuck, man. Um, so speaking of horror films, man, uh, Matt, what are some of your favorites besides the two we just named? Of course, uh, I've been on like a Cloverfield kick lately. Nice. Been watching those three films. Uh, and then I just love zombie movies. Man. That's probably my biggest. Anything George Romero or yes. some of the remakes yes. are pretty good. And then like Twenty Eight Days Later, Twenty Eight Weeks Later, and all that. Those are good. Yeah, man, dude. Like Twenty Eight Weeks Later and Twenty Eight Days Later, are probably two of my favorite zombie films. Of all time, and and of course you know Night of Living Dead and Romero stuff was oh definitely fucking priceless. I didn't quite yeah. understand the whole Twenty Eight Days trilogy. The one with Sandra Bullock just didn't fit in for me. You're so fucking stupid. <laughs> you sit there till the very end. Where's those zombies, man? Yeah, what the <laughs> hell happened? What the hell, where'd they go? <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for them all to get on a fucking bus or something. You know, <laughs> it's so terrible. Yeah, I don't know. It's an hour and a half wasted of my life. <laughs> um. So let's get into to Matt. We've been talking about a bunch of other shit. We got a guest on, and we ain't even fucking, yeah, you know, yeah, ask yeah. the man any questions. Let's, let's act okay. like we know what okay. we're doing here. Let's act like like we're supposed to be, you know, interviewing a guy and not like just bullshitting about movies. Tell <laughs> 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 so, um, hey, man. Um, so what got you into doing the cards and stuff like for for the companies? I mean, I mean, it can't be an easy gig to get. Uh, well, no, I wouldn't say it's easy to get, but it's, I guess, I guess we can start way back when, back in the olden days, with Poppy and Nickel. Uh, <laughs> so, no, I say it's probably about 2014, I started, uh, um, working emergen- emergency, so I had, uh, late nights and I had nothing to do, so I just decided maybe I'll just start drawing again, and about two years later, 2016, um, I started posting a bunch of my fan art of Garbage Pail Kids and Star Wars stuff on, uh, like, uh, forums. Remember those? When people actually went to that before Facebook and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Like, online forums. And then some of the Garbage Pail Kid artists were there, and they kind of encouraged me to apply and drop off my portfolio to Tops. 
and then they just invited me to do a garbage pill kids and i've been doing it since that's awesome that was actually going to be my first question like you know was you into the garbage pail kids like you know the originals and is that what brought you into it and stuff like that so that's that's pretty awesome yeah i mean i i mean just like any kid of the 80s garbage pail kids were you know they were they were stuck all over your walls they were stuck in your desk at school they were everywhere um and i've always loved them and you know I, life happens and you lose your collection and i just happened to notice that they were still i noticed them at target one day i was like wow garbage pill kids are back so i just started buying them and I just started drawing them and kind of jumped in a bunch of uh, groups as a garbage pill kids underground website that um kind of spawned a lot of artists that are actually out there now nice it's kind of interesting but uh, a lot of fans kind of turned into the artists now which is awesome. kind of the old school guys handing over the reins so to speak but so right. the old school guys still there i was um when i was googling you and whatnot i actually seen some uh sketches you did like 30 years of garbage pails and it was mm-hmm. uh you know the old names and then the newer names and i thought that was pretty badass you know thanks man yeah like, the uh that were they like the pencil drawings yeah yeah it was it was like yeah just like the pencil sketchings and all i think it was like nine of them or something like that it was like uh uh dkj I, I can't even off the top of my head i'm drawing a blank right now but it, it was pretty badass you know like uh there was uh nasty nick evil eddie <laughs> and all of those yeah like the like the series one stuff yeah exactly yeah yeah that's actually what i did before i started with top is i had practiced drawing like all the original series sets um i got through series three and it was halfway through series four when i got my first invite so i was like okay i guess that's practice enough so that's pretty <laughs> yeah i mean that's that's a lot of fucking cards dude <laughs> yeah. did well, you... i mean they require you to do a lot of cards i mean well right yeah now i'm sitting on i have 40 some star wars cards i just finished 40 ninja turtles cards and they only give you well, a month and a half really you only have a month to do it yeah sometimes even less i think the shortest deadline i had personally was two weeks Wow. Everyone else had three weeks, but because I was I travel for work, my real job, I uh, <laughs> I missed the the shipment by a week. Oh shit! So, so yeah, so yeah, I had to haul ass get that set done. So I mean, walk us through the process if you could. Like, how how does it how does it go down? Like, they send you, okay, this is we want this character. This is our vision. Or I mean, how how much of it is actually you, your interpretation of what they want and stuff like that. Yeah, or do you get, like, a script? Yeah, I mean, it depends on the set and what franchise it is. I mean, Star Wars has certain rules as far as, um, like, you can't draw the death of Han Solo, which, oh, I spoiled it. Sorry if no one's seen <laughs> Wait, they, they put it in the film, but you can't draw it? Right. We can't draw, like, shirtless Kylo Ren. Um, That's in the film? We can't draw a, a ruin, like, a smashed Vader's helmet. They don't allow that. What? But these are also rules that are passed down from Disney and Lucasfilm. It's not just tops. Oh, okay. So yeah, and so and you can't draw um, uh, Leia in her fucking slave girl outfit either. Actually, yeah, you can't do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. that's that's no, that's a rule. Fucking pussies. Like I I made sure that no matter how many um, figures I sell out of my Star Wars stuff, that those do not leave my my presence. Uh, probably because they're all because sticky. No, it's not because they're sticky. Yeah, it's no wants them now. Because because everybody wants those. Yeah. Like I have yeah. I have a uh, a um, Leia Barbie like that a big full size Barbie when okay. you open when you open the box it's her and uh, R two with the serving tray on his head and stuff from from the uh, the skiff and nice. uh, I've I was offered five hundred dollars for it and wow. I was like no uh uh-uh. uh 
Okay, yeah, that. just I'm, imagine if he's offering five, just imagine, yeah, imagine what, what I'll get yeah, later. Exactly. Since since you can never do that again. Yeah, since the world turned into a bunch of fucking sensitive sissies. I, I just never understood that, man. I really don't understand why that, that's such a big deal uh, in the Star Wars universe, why they can't let her have her metal bikini, you know? I can tell you why. It's because Disney is the owner, and Disney does not want to portray, like, a sexual nature. They're about kids, man. That's why. Well, I, I, I look, I... I get it, I get it, but they also spawned out people like Miley Cyrus and uh, uh, a bunch of these other dope heads that are out there. Well, I mean, look at it this way. You know, you can't have Princess Leia in her slave outfit, but you got fucking Ariel running around with fucking seashells <laughs> on her titties, you know? I mean, right. come on, where's the where's the double standard there? You because know? that's a cartoon. Yeah, I mean, if you go further into that story, I mean, you look at, uh, I think some of the writers were, or the artists were, suits they drew a bunch of dicks in the background if you they did they did i actually own the copy of uh the little mermaid that has the castle with a giant dick on it (laughs) yeah yeah and i also own the um the uh was it rescuers that has the the naked girl in the in the window really yeah yeah i have that too yeah, and th- there was a bunch of other stuff too. Like some of the other the Disney guys were fucking crazy. Like they put there was a there was a some part in another Rescuers movie that the the little mice run across a, a newspaper, and the headline when it runs fast it says "Fuck you, Disney!" across it. Oh wow! Oh okay. yeah, 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 yeah. I believe it was like Aladdin, the uh, the guy performing the little ceremonies, and like the original cut looks like he's got like a heart on. No, that's shit. that's in the Little Mermaid. That's in the Little Mermaid. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember that little dick was somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, continue, well, continue. Another movie because they reuse animation too. So. Yeah, yeah. Can, Look can... for it in uh, what Toy Story Four. You know. <laughs> Which which I'm very excited to see, by the way. Coming in Toy Story 4, Woody with a Woody. Woody. And it buzzes. It's a whole <laughs> new name for him, right? Woody. He grabs his crotch and says, you got a friend. <laughs> I guess that's what Bo Peep would be saying. But. I don't know. Bo Peep is kind of a weird character to me because she's evolved so weird lately. Like in the first episode, the first you know, season. Toy Story. Toy Story. Episode 1. Yeah. First episode. <laughs> she was like just... Hi, Woody. I'm here. And then she's like, touch my sheep. Yeah. The second one, she's a little more mouthy. The third one, she's just like throwing her shit at everybody. Just just fuck the sheep. Come get this. (laughs) And then now this one, she looks like Rambo. I don't understand what's going on. She's back and she's pissed. Now, the the one who was really throwing it at at people was Barbie in in Toy Story 3. Oh, yeah. yeah. She was like, oh, Ken, can I come move into your big fancy house? Come on. Like that bitch didn't have her own dream house. Huh? Right? She's like, no, I'm going to go to that motherfucker's dream house. I'm going to take <laughs> his shit. Cadillac and horses and she got all kinds of stuff. Right. I mean, that is one character that should not be bitching about not having enough uh, um, accessories. Yeah, let, <clears throat> let me see that whole bend at the knees. <laughs> <laughs> not going to happen. Yep. Got everything but that. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, she don't got everything. She is not anatomically correct. She is not. No, she Neither is, not. is Ken. No, no. Ken's like a, uh, what was the angel in Dogma? Fuck. <laughs> I can't think of the name. The one that Alec, Alan Rickman played. I can't remember. He His pants came off and he was like a Ken doll. <laughs> Flat. Because angels don't have nothing. Uh, kind of like the uh, vampires in The Strain. <laughs> when the transformation is complete, their shit falls off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. That's one of those things they don't tell you in the beginning. <laughs> so... 
So I'm sorry. We, we're rudely interrupting you, telling us your story about how you go about doing these things. Oh, uh, some worries, man. Uh, yeah. So basically, what they do is they they send an email first saying, "Hey, artists, we're inviting you to do uh, whatever set's coming out, and uh, we'd like you to contribute X amount of cards." Here's the amount you get, and then they're due by this date. And if you say yes, then they send them to you. If you say no, then you know obviously it doesn't happen. But and then they send you this like white box of cards that has styrofoam in it, and then there's a bunch of blank cards inside of it. And then they also send you an envelope with uh, your contract. You sign that, and then you just uh, obey whatever rules they have and make it by the deadline. That's Don't cool. lose your cards. That's cool. Do you? you uh, no, this is. We're not going to ask you like personal stuff but y'all get paid by the amount of cards or is it just by job just out of curiosity uh we get paid per card per card okay okay yeah okay so i guess what i'm wondering just say like with the garbage pail kids so like i mean they send you the blank cards and as long as you stay within their guidelines do they send you like the particular character ideas or is that something or do they tell you you know i want I want yeah. Adam Bomb. We just but need I a want it to be like cards, this, yeah. or you know, I mean, I just want to oh, see how much of it is actually you and then your inspiration and like you know stuff like that. Yeah, every every sketch card that we do, um, there's, there's certain requirements about things that we can't draw, um, but everything else is pretty much our choice. And then they don't want you to go to what they call off model, or basically they don't want you to draw um, Adam Bomb in the style of um, Pokemon or something. Right? They want uh-huh. it to look close to the card. But not like now, too off the wall. Now, if you drew him as Pikachu, I would love that. <laughs> that would be yeah, awesome. I mean, that, you know, on an official tops card, but when they're sketch cards, like for example, you can't draw uh, Stanley. They did a Stanley uh, garbage book yet. They don't allow that. You can't draw um, Gene Simmons. They did a, a kiss card of him. And I'm sure you guys know why because he doesn't make any money off of it. So right, because he's because he's an asshole. <laughs> um. And then there's a couple of, oh, we can't draw, um, there's only one Star Wars related one. Uh, bonus points if you guys know who it is. Uh, but you can't draw that anymore. There's only one Star Wars related card that, oh, a character you can't yep. draw? Uh, would it be um, uh, um, um, Harrison Ford? No, no. It's no, a Garbage Pail Kid that's based off of Star Wars character. Only one that was ever made. Oh, fuck. I don't, you know what? I don't remember because what what year did that card come out? Wasn't it, it was in the very first set. So wasn't it like a Luke Skywalker or something with the missing hand or something was, like uh, that? Ash can Andy it was R two D two one. R two D two. Okay, yeah, Ash can Andy. I remember that now. Okay. Yeah, that was my second guess. No, it wasn't. You no. have no fucking idea. <laughs> Not a fucking. <laughs> that was from the first wave, first series. Yep, first set. Yeah. See, I don't. I I didn't. I didn't have many from the first set. I had. I had. Um, was his name Nasty Nick the the vampire? I had yeah. one card of him, and that was it from Wave One, because I got in Series One because I got into him on Series Two when I was a kid, and I had every fucking Series Two card, like everything, and then I was stupid and stuck him to shit and stuff like that, and I'm <laughs> yeah. going, yeah. you know, and then what my mom thought was a smart idea, which God rest her soul, it was a smart re- it was a smart idea back then. She gave me one of those old. Um, photo albums that have the sticky shit on them to stick oh, my cards in it so i yeah. stuck them all in there thinking oh that's cool boy you try to get those out after oh, wow. after 10 years or 15 years they just ripped all the cards of shit you know yep. yeah. so what i could save i put in those binders that are right there in front of you okay i was wondering Chris, what those. yeah ones. those are my card binders like i have 
thousands of cards in there, and it's like, um, it's a lot of Star Wars cards. Lots of Star Wars cards. Nice. Um, and lots of Garbage Trail Kids. I do have some wacky packs. I have some some off-brand type comic, um, not comic cards, um, like funny cards, like Garbage Trail Kids. There was like this for years. They did these baseball ones. Okay. Oh, like the baseball gross outs? That's it. Yeah. I have like, yeah, I, have like I have like almost a whole series of those. Awesome. Nice. Uh, when I used to work at, uh, here we go. We're gonna age myself. When I used to work at Woolworth, uh, I used to buy them by the boxes because we would have them there, you know. And yeah. and instead of, I was a kid. I was making hardly nothing. I was making like four dollars an hour, four fifty an hour, yeah, and a quarter of packs. So yeah. Like, and they would allow you to use your check, be charging us your check. Oh. So about by the time I fucking decided I was gonna get a check, it was like three dollars. You know, no check, you get a bill from. Yeah, I get, I'm like negative on my check because you know, I'm buying fucking garbage pail kids and those things and fucking um, uh, alien toys. Remember when the alien the the alien toys came out for? Um, I want to say it was Alien Three. Yeah, yeah. When they had all the really weird ones, like the gorilla alien. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I bought all those. I bought all those from 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 Woolworth. The ones that had like absolutely shit to do with the movies. Yeah, there <laughs> other was, than the logo on them. Yeah, yeah, that was it. You'll never see that one in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I was like, where'd this fucking dude? I've never seen this man. <laughs> I was getting all amped up because it was. I think that was right before Alien Three came out. It the, was because they didn't expect to see him in the movie. I remember that too. Yeah, because yeah, I was pumped. I was like, man, they're gonna have these fucking weird ass aliens in here, and then we see this blurry ass piece of shit that was running around that they decided to use cgi for and it wasn't that good yeah yeah but the rock was in that movie man the rock was not in that movie no yeah he was the guy in the show the rock oh yeah 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 the okay okay no it's you know it's funny though is because i say that all the time and no one gets it they're like what the fuck are you talking about the show rock it was such a good show on tv really was. Yeah, I didn't get that reference. Yeah, either. there was a there was an old TV show called Rock and it was about a black guy who was was he a janitor or he, he was, was a garbage a, man? A garbage. Man. Okay, I know what you're talking about now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he was that was, was the main okay. guy in the yeah. in the, in the okay. show. I remember that now. It was such a good show though. It was. It is. I mean, it's still out there, but it's not. Yeah, they don't put that much in syndication, man. They would rather put um some like Wayne's Brothers bullshit on in syndication. Yes, it's true. Sad, sad. So, right here, guys, we're going to take a, a break, and we're going to cut in with uh, some concert announcements for the Fillmore. Uh, I just want to say, when I get back, I'm going to talk a little bit about the two concerts that I went to this week. Uh, yes, I went to two shows in two days. So, anyway, guys, so here's our Fillmore concert announcement. It's got some shows that have already happened. Uh, but where I'm not sitting through and re-editing that, so fuck you guys. You're gonna have to listen to the old shows plus the new ones. So here you go, guys. <laughs> Lazy. Are you ready? Are you ready for a major concert announcement from the Metal Hand of God podcast? This will be epic. Just 
The Metal Hand of God podcast is proud to announce, in association with the Fillmore New Orleans. Ladies and gentlemen, Collective Soul, bringing you this dynamic show live on stage. May 12th, once again, May 12th is the day you want to mark off on your calendar. Have no other plans but to get tickets to this show. Only at the Fillmore, New Orleans. Here it comes. Now is the time to get tickets for May 12th. LiveNation.com, go to thefillmore.com or the Metal Hand of God podcast. Click on the links. Block off this day. Collective Soul has been selling out arenas all over the world. Now's your chance to see them live at the Fillmore, New Orleans. Only at the Fillmore, New Orleans. MHOG Podcast. You can purchase tickets at the Fillmore New Orleans website, LiveNation.com, or the Metal Head of God podcast. Go to their website, click on the links, it'll take you straight there to ticket sales. Collective Soul, just another great concert brought to you by the Fillmore New Orleans, making your summer a great one. So yeah, okay, that was our uh, concert announcements that probably have happened. Some of them did, some of them didn't. Actually, by the time this goes up, I think four of those shows will be done. I think there's only going to be one left. But I'm sure they was pretty good shows, though. Um, but- Yes, they were. Uh, I- I'll put it this way. I've been, if you have uh, Instagram or if you are following us on Facebook or whatever, I have posted several videos, uh, video clips uh, from the different shows. Uh, the uh, show went to, was it Monday? I don't fucking know. What was it? What was today? I believe it was Tuesday and Wednesday. Well, there you go. So Tuesday. I went to a show Tuesday. I went to see Mashuga and the Black Dahlia Murder. And those two bands were incredible. They. It's good to see bands that are that heavy pack a venue the size of the Fillmore. Like, I was oh, just... full house, huh? Yeah, I was amazed because, you know, usually bands like that play, like, a House of Blues show or, or stuff like that. And that's no, intimate, it's yeah. no dig against the bands because the, I think the bands are great and I think they need to play bigger venues. But to see that many people at that show and to actually see a, uh, a mosh pit the size of the floor was fucking awesome you know i was just like this is so cool you know i was like i'm proud of the city finally (laughs) (laughs) might be hope for us yeah yeah i mean i mean i don't know um matt how how the shows are out by you um but like bigger bigger metal acts usually 
you know, they, they don't really come out here very often. I mean, we get shows, but they like to go to the, of course, like Texas. Texas is a huge metal scene. Like, that area is like, you'll see four shows in the different areas of Texas, and then they'll skip over Louisiana and go to, like, uh, Florida or something, you know? I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, we get quite a few rock shows. We have a, a big rock scene out there. I wouldn't say we get a lot of metal necessarily. I guess I guess metal is kind of a broad term. So it it is. I just mean I mean like you know anything other than pop and rap. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I'm saying. Like anything other than that. I just used metal because that was the bands I went to see. Yeah, I mean I'd say we have a steady like good summer stream of concerts. That's good. What's yeah. the last concert you've seen? Oh God, I knew you guys were going to It's been too long. <laughs> Honestly, the last concert I was seen was Godsmack and Metallica, and this is when my wife and I were dating. Wow, dude! And we've been married 13 years. No, 14 years. Damn, man. You need to go to a show. Yeah. I know. I just don't, I keep saying I don't have time, but I do have time. I just do other things. God, man. I mean, <laughs> it's been too long. Well, you know. Well, at least you went out on a good note. Yeah, the yeah, last one you yeah, seen yeah. was a good one. That was one, a good you know? show. You got Dude, to see was, both. You should have seen uh, Sully. He like he did this amazing drum solo at the end. It was awesome. I mean, you got you got to see two bands that were probably pretty much at the end of their careers. <laughs> pretty much. I yeah, mean, like, honestly, uh, like what was that? That's fourteen years ago, roughly. Yeah. Metallica hasn't put a good album out in twenty-five years. So yeah, yeah. You, you you pretty much got the end of Metallica. And the great thing about Metallica Live, though, is that they play all their old good stuff. Yeah. Because they know what their fans like. Well, yeah. I mean, I remember when uh, they were on. I didn't see this show, but I remember when they were on the uh, load and un- uh, reload or unload, whatever the fuck bullshit that was that they put out. Um, when they were on that tour for those records, or even St. Anger, when they were on tour for all the. You know, they never played one song from any of those records. Really? It was all the old stuff. Yeah, huh? they, they just played stuff prior because they were like. Man, this stuff sucks. Nobody wants to hear that. Uh, I will say the Death Magnetic, that album is pretty good. That album is good. I enjoyed that record, and I also enjoyed the one that they just put out. I haven't heard that one yet. Um, yeah, it's I forget what it's called, but they they were if you take like say five songs from Death Magnetic and five songs from this, and take those and put them where uh, the next album from uh, Justice is, like Load or Unload or Reload, whatever the shit it was, if you put it there, then it would fall in right, you know, procession, in my opinion. Like, that's where that, that shit should have been. But, gotcha. of, but of course, you know, the, I think with the the ad- addition to uh, the man with Danny Trujillo was probably what gave them the, the juice to write those two records. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. You know, I mean, you take the bass player from fucking Suicidal Tendencies and you say, hey, why don't you join Metallica and I'll give you a million-dollar sign-in bonus. Yeah, okay. For a million dollars, I'd almost lick James Hetfield's ass. Wow, okay. (laughs) I I said almost. 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 I mean, I'd think about it. But but when I did it, I'd have to go, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Do you want to lick my ass? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. You just got way too fucking excited there, buddy. I did. I did. I, wait, wait. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I had to do that. That was funny. <laughs> that, that, put the echo on it, man. It made it sound better. It made it sound for added emphasis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to say that shit all day. Watch. 
That's going to be a catchphrase. Uh, uh, but no. Um, anyway, so I went to two shows this week. I went to the Meshuggah and Black Dahlia, and they both killed it. And then last night, I took my son to go see Rob Zombie. And it was so fucking fun. It was so funny. Uh, my kid was just, you know, he's three. You know, he hasn't found his footing on music yet. But, boy, he was rocking the fuck out. He got... He was climbing up the rail and grabbing the rail and, like, shaking it and banging his head and weaving, putting the metal salute in the air and all kind of crazy shit. I'm like, look at this little dude. It's in his blood, huh? Yeah. Uh, but with the funny thing was this. Uh, I want to say, I want to say first off, that the people at the Fillmore are fantastic. I, I want to say that these people are the nicest venue that I've ever dealt with. They don't know me from Adam. Like, those people don't know me. I only deal with one lady for our ticket stuff, and, and the rest of the people have no idea who I am. Um, so I show up first off, I'm, I got a backpack on. Okay. And the backpack is his diaper bag. Yeah. So they pull me to the side and they say, look, I got to make sure it's okay. Cause they just got a new rule where we can't let backpacks in the, in the, in the building. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, cool. That's cool. I understand. So I'm sitting there and it's, it was like, we waiting for like five or 10 minutes, you know, and, and the, and the, the guy who's, who's doing the thing, he goes, man, look, they haven't gotten back to me and I don't want you to miss the show. So look. I look through it. There ain't nothing in here. You go ahead in there and, and enjoy yourself. I said, are you sure? I don't want you to get in trouble. He goes, no, nah, go ahead, man. Go ahead. So they let me through. So we get in there, and uh, me and my son are just hanging out. We watched the first band, which I don't like to say this about bands often, but do not go see September Morning. They are fucking poo. Okay. All right. I mean, I'm being, I'm being, look, you know, I know we ain't got to worry about Matt going seeing no bands because he ain't never going to go see no damn bands, but <laughs> I'm just saying. Maybe when you know, 10 years or so. Right. Right. I'll give you another 10 years before you go. <laughs> got like a one every 13 year average. Right, right, right. Well, if you haven't, if you, if you have in town down here installing some shit and I got a show going on, let me know you're here. I'll give you some tickets. All right, man. Um, I'm going to take you up on that. Isn't it? Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Um, but so September morning I was not my cup of tea. Not a fan of no, and 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 maybe just because it was a female vocalist, I don't know. Ah, okay. okay. But her stage present was not that good, and I did not enjoy the show at all. Like for her, um, but so we're sitting there, we were hanging out. We're not sitting; it was, we were standing because we had general admission on the floor. So I'm hanging out with my kid, and he's getting kind of unruly. <laughs> <laughs> which kids do yeah, he's getting old, really? yeah. right 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 and he's getting like fist bumps by like thousands of strangers like they're just like look at this dude yeah and giving you know tapping me on the shoulder telling me i'm I'm a great dad <laughs> <laughs> and i'm thinking to myself this is like it's like child abuse in some places you know <laughs> yeah for real yeah you're unfit and you bring your kid to a metal show right right lives. right yeah. and uh so we're talking you know and i'm hanging out with him i got his big thing is he wanted a coke so that's all he wanted was a Coke. So we standing in line. I bought him a $5 glass of Coke. I just want to say $5 for a cup of Coke. <laughs> you better not spill it, boy. <laughs> and then they gave me this fucking retarded straw. Have any of y'all tried to drink out of a paper straw? Oh, yeah. I, didn't, I go to California a lot for work. And that's all they have out there. That's it's terrible. terrible. It's terrible. They are terrible. They Yeah. Like, I'm going to start going to the Fillmore and bringing regular straws because i have a couple of them over here so i'm just gonna bring it i was like you guys want a straw five dollars pay for my coke personal straw dude no is there a personal straw yeah you get one with its own little holster you keep it like in your back pocket get the fuck out of here 
<laughs> if you really have one, you need to tell me because I need to go get one. Oh yeah, I got one. Oh, dude, I need to go get one now. We uh, we ate at IHOP one day uh for lunch for work. Yeah. And no shit, this woman had two straws. What? And they had little, I guess, little comfort grips. <laughs> and they was contoured, and she had oh, one for God. her water, and she had one for her. Uh, I guess it was tea she was drinking. Vagina. Yeah. When it got all done, she said, "Dan, swish, swish, swished in the uh, the water and no. put them back." That's and, pretty uh, awesome. You know, I was like, okay. You know what? I was kidding about that. I didn't think people actually did that. No, dude. You know what? You you know what? You came up with a product now, so that's it. The MHOG podcast will be putting out personal straws. And we're gonna have like a cool little like hoster, like he was saying, you know, and, and yeah, we'll, yeah buddy, make some fucking money. And they're all gonna be metal, of course. Got to be metal hand of God, the metal straw of God. No, yeah, so, it's sorry. the M Sog. The M Sog, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, so we're we're there. We're at the show. We're doing our thing. You know, my kids getting crazy. The lights are getting ready to go off. The lights go off. Okay. And uh, about it, by the way, my son was obsessed with the uh, light cannon, which is the big cannon that shoots the light across the, you know, like the through the spotlight. Gotcha. So he's like sitting there. He goes, Dad, what is that? I was like, it's a shooter. He goes, whoa. <laughs> and he wouldn't stop pointing. Everybody was talking to him. He kept pointing at it and shit. He's like, are y'all fucking seeing Do that? you see this giant gun in the corner? In all my fucking years, I have <laughs> never seen this shit. And I'm, all my three years. <laughs> They didn't, do, they didn't do this shit at Disney Live. What the no, fuck is this? what is this? <laughs> but anyway, so we're just sitting there, and then Zombie comes on, and he, he's playing his first song, uh, which I don't remember what it was, but it was very good. Uh, and uh, so I get a tap on my shoulder, and I'm like, what the fuck? Who the fuck's behind me? You know, and I I know a lot of people at the venue, so it could have been anybody, you know? Yeah. So I turn around, and there's this woman there, and she said, I think she said her name was Sandra. I it kills me because I couldn't hear. You know, I have shitty hearing as it is, and it was super loud. And she's like, with a little voice going, "Hi, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm like, okay, you know. Well, let's hope she's not a listener. Well, I'm not making fun of her. I'm just saying I couldn't hear because it was so loud. And uh, so she uh, she she tells me, "Would you and we? You know, I'm Sandra. I am a manager here, and I see we've been watching you. And we see that you and your son are here. Would you like to come sit in some chairs, you know, and sit down and and enjoy the show like this instead of you know y'all sitting up here and fighting with him and you know doing that stuff? And I was like, I'd love to come sit in some chairs. So we she brought us up to the little VIP section area and nice. sat us down and 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 gave us a whole, we had a whole row to ourselves. That's awesome. Yeah, man. And then she goes, would you like some water or something? I was like, yeah, it'd be great. So she went and got me some uh, water, brought a bottle of water to us and shit. And I was like, I looked at looked at my kid and said, I got to bring you to show more often, really? man. You and your sons in there popping like bottles, huh? A bottle of water, too. That's what, awesome. well, yeah, yeah, she didn't have to bring me anything. I, I mean, just the seats alone were fucking fantastic. You know, it was yeah, really cool. But like yeah. I said, those people, man, know how to treat the people that are in their shows. They don't care what kind of music it is or what venue it is or who's there, you know, they, yeah. And it was so cool. And like at, at the end, I found this out as at the end of every night over there, or even during the shows, they have these big buckets of apples, like for anybody to take, like if you want an apple, you take an apple and eat it. It's free. Um, the owner of the film war, like the whole Fillmore thing, not just the one in New Orleans, like all of them. 
was I believe he was a Jewish man. I think they said, and um, uh, his parents were were put in the um, the uh, not, I, I don't want to. This sounds rude. He was in uh, Auschwitz, basically. the The parents were put in Auschwitz, and um, oh, Auschwitz. Yes, that is the not up on my Jewish history. That's the Nazis' uh, concentration camp. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. That's uh, the that's the main one that everybody went and got ah, to the ovens. Okay, that was the really nice one with the pool and the yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Okay. okay. Well, the owner, uh, his family was. Uh, put in there i guess i don't know if they made it out i don't know anything about the man i just this is a story that i read on like somebody posted this after we made the comment about the apples and uh he was a kid in uh, the area and they would run out and steal apples so oh okay to survive to have something to eat so that has a meaning to him so that's why he gives everybody free apples at the shows which is fucking cool yeah that is cool you know, I think it's a cool story, and I think that was a really cool thing to find out. Um, but yeah, it was cool, man, because like, even when we were leaving, like, we were leaving the show, uh, like, one of the ladies who was just wandering, like, one of the employees just ran up to my kid to give him a big old hug. He's like, you're so cool. <laughs> and, 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 like, I'm like, man, he's going to be a fucking celebrity at this place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of celebrities, um, we're going to pause here for a second. And we're going to play um, one of the Dreamers Journals. Uh, my our, our co-host, Kyle Smith, who has traveled far away to L.A. to become the comedian that he deserves to be, uh, has been doing these little journals. Uh, people really like to listen to him. So here you go. Here's Kyle with uh, Little Kyle Goes West. This is a Dreamers Journal. Here's a story about a man named Kyle. He drove from Louisiana and went west quite a mile. He ended up in California, our little Kyle is on his way. It's wild, human, and free, and all over this nation. They preach against it every Sunday, but I don't think God's listening. You know why? Because he's here, in glorious California. Size matters not. Look at me. Judge me by my size, do you? Hmm? Oh, yeah. How's the man? Amazing stories and big adventure. It's a dreamer's journey. Our little Kyle goes west. Hey there. Kyle here. Thoughts from the journal, dear journal. I like, I like pens with a stylus on them. You ever seen anybody? You know they got pens out there that got styluses on them. I love a pen like that. I be stealing all types of pens that they got styluses. Don't put a pen like that with a stylus in front of me. I will pocket that motherfucker. And I'll pocket a couple of them just to, just to have around a, just to have around the house. Yeah. Uh, job with it. Okay, I got a job interview, right? Within a day, within a day. Um, and I went to that motherfucker, and he had lots of pens with styluses on them. I should have took one, but I didn't. I don't know why I didn't take one. He had many, and I, I was probably like, "Fuck your company." He made me bend pipe. I, I got asked. He asked me a ton of questions. He grilled me, and I wasn't prepared for the grilling. Uh, but 
I start Monday. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's that's good. That's good. Um, I'm happy for that. Uh, but I do need to figure out who can do black people's hair out here. I need my hair done. So, if anybody has any suggestions on on how I might get my hair professionally or properly done uh the black way i i just need i just need my hair done basically i'm pretty sure there's people that can do it the way i need it to be done i just need to find them hmm. till next time a dreamer's journal hey thanks for listening and check back later for some more amazing stories from kyle because it's a dreamer's journey and our little kyle West. Hey there, little fella. This whole place is a giant mind. You're still here? It's over. Go home. All right, so I know, coming back from this uh, little segment here, uh, that Rum is sitting in at home being pissed off because I didn't call it Dreamer's Journey, uh, <laughs> Little Kyle Goes West. And he always tells me, he always tells me, he says, when are you going to get it right? When are you going to get it right? Never. Never. <laughs> Never. It's almost to the point now where it's just fun to fuck it Right. <laughs> I mean, we even talked about, like, we were, we were on the um, – when we were on the show with uh, the gentleman who played Chatterer from Hellraiser, uh, we were talking about your segment, Heroes and Heels, and uh, we actually made fun of you. I don't know if you heard that because you don't pay attention. You don't listen to the show. It's okay because you're an asshole. Um, That's part of my charm. Yeah, okay. Uh, but uh, we actually made fun of you because he was like heroes and heels and rum goes yeah i was thinking the same thing i was like i was just thinking of like superman and pumps when he told me the name uh i didn't i didn't pick the fucking name <laughs> but you know what i'll yeah, take it what it's about yeah. uh well it can be it can be it's it's like rupaul's drag show yeah you never know you know <laughs> someday you get the chick someday you get the dick you know yeah, whichever you like yeah, yeah. we aim to please <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, it is a show about fucking men running around in tights. Right. Basically colorful undies rubbing on each other. So, I mean, it could go a whole bunch of different ways. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, oh, I, I've got a question now ooh, on the, ooh, uh, you got one. the Heroes and Heels. Uh, I've seen a while back, uh, maybe the last two months, they're doing a uh, WWE line of uh, the Garbage Pail Kids. Were you involved in that in, at all or? Uh, no, actually, there's there's certain online sets they do, and they actually have three or four sketch artists that actually do the paintings. Ah. Um, they, they, they do those. I was involved in one of the online sets. It was a GPK classic set um, where they had each, probably like 30 of us do uh, 25 cards each. and then, um, But the set never didn't really sell that well. So. No? Yeah. You would think Some the high do something I don't. I'm surprised, man. I'm yeah, surprised. I would think, like, the, you know, the classics, you know. I'm sure the uh, WWE went sucked anyway, cause, you know, since you wasn't on them. <laughs> just wanted to ask before I made that comment, you know. <laughs> See, Topps had just acquired the uh, WWE license from, I think, Cryptozoic. 
who's another big card company. And so they were doing anything they can to just push it out there. And uh, there's like four or five main uh, artists that do the like the, the base cards that are mass produced. Um, but the thing that I do is I just do the individual sketch cards that like the the random hit per pack or the odd you know the rare card or whatever. That's what I do. Oh, that's cool. Okay, so I was, I was gonna ask you that. I was like, I was gonna ask what what like series did you start in? That way I can like, if there are any that I may have that you may have dealt with. Uh, I actually put a list together of every sketch card set that I've worked on, and like I have a few oddball ones. Um, but the very first set that I did that was officially for tops was uh, Prime Slime Trashy TV, and that was back in uh, 2016. Nice. I don't know if I have that. I mean, I have a, I have a, uh, grab that right there, man. That, 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 uh, plastic thing. I have a, uh, actually I was digging around. Yeah. I was digging around and I found this damn, uh, card saver that I have. Like it's got a, you know, it's just a plastic box that has like a bunch of shit in it. And I opened it and it happens to have like, uh, it's the brand new series three garbage pail kids in it. And I was like, God damn, I wonder if he worked on any of those. No, that was, uh, that was actually the time when I was submitting a lot of fan art and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, because brand new series three. I'm just trying to. Yeah, there's been oh God, probably forty or fifty sets of garbage pail kids over the years in total. Yeah. There's been a lot. And then I have like some shit called the Chrome cards. Yeah, Chrome was a cool set. There was they only did one or two of those. That's but now I did pretty much uh, Prime Slime to whatever's current. Which the last set was uh, We Hate the Nineties. I did that one. And I and I just want to say that inside this uh, Chrome set has the Star Wars one that you were talking about, Spacey Stacy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ashcan yeah, Indy and uh, Spacey Stacy are the two. Yeah. <laughs> the two that are off limits now. <laughs> <laughs> That's because Disney bought it, and Disney is the new Hitler. Well, you... what's funny to me is that uh, Topps has the Star Wars license for sketch cards. I mean, I'm currently drawing a Star Wars sketch card right now. <laughs> But they won't allow them to use them in the, the parody spoof of it for some reason. That's so weird. So huh. weird. Because yeah. they don't want you to make fun of their, their product, probably. I get it. You know. Yeah. But. but they need to have a fucking, like, sense of humor, man. Yeah, I mean, parody sell, you know? I mean, shit. Look, at, look at Weird Al. <laughs> Made a career off of other people's careers. <laughs> for real. He sure did. Yeah, he did. So, uh... What uh, we have in store to see out there for you? Like, what, what, what stuff? That really made no fucking sense, what I just said. Did you hear that? No, I don't know what you're talking about. What's coming out that I'm working on? Yeah, Certainly. I'm glad you understood that foolness I just <laughs> said. <laughs> so, currently I'm working on uh, Star Wars Chrome Legacy, which should be out in August or September, I think. And then I just finished up uh, The Art of Ninja Turtles, which comes out in, I think, late July. Early nice. August. Nice. Uh, what I want to know is is how random really is it to get a sketch card? It's random, dude. I mean, they're um, the way it works is they, they they make all the base cards, right, and then they cut them, and then they take the sketch cards and they have a, a factory in uh, Scranton, mm-hmm. uh, Pennsylvania, near where the office is. Yeah. And uh, they have people on the assembly line and they throw these cards in the rollers, and it's 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 kind of interesting backstory because there's some artists that have used like pastels and colored pencils that, that didn't seal their work. It's and then smeared. once it hits that roller, it smears all that colored pencil and it totally ruins the sketch. Um, 
But but yeah, it's, it's it is random. There, the odds are correct because there's there's actually a science behind it. There's a couple people out there that really go too far into it to find out how random it really is. <laughs> it is. It is. I was just curious. I mean, I didn't know if like if somebody was to buy a case of the cards, if you would actually end up getting one. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it, it's yeah. it's. Yeah. I mean, the odds are pretty pretty spot on. There's going to be the occasional oddball case where you know it misses that that cutoff line. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you, yeah, I mean you know collectible, so. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm so. sit, I'm sitting in the room full of them, <laughs> including myself because I'm very collectible. And there's sometimes I mean oh, if, okay. if you get a. Like if the odds are guaranteed and you buy a box and you don't get that, if you save the wrapper, like all the wrappers in the box and UPCs, you can send that into Tops and they'll send you a replacement. No shit. Let's speak. Yeah, they'll take care of you. Oh, that's kind of yeah, cool. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I just think it's amazing. Like I didn't really understand when you was talking about the sketch cards that I thought it was just something you did and then it was like you know copied. I didn't actually realize that it's the the actual one. That you know, from your hands, yeah, you, know, you, get, from, you get in there. from the tip of your pencil to the pack. I, I right. think that's that's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's my original art that goes randomly into a pack. That is and awesome. I think the odds are like one in four hundred packs to pull a sketch, and then whatever the odds are that you know, if there's fifty to hundred artists out there. Uh, so yeah, so are. so you figure out if you want one of Matt's sketches, you would have to buy a hundred times four hundred <laughs> packs. To maybe get one, yeah, or you could just contact me and I could draw you. Whatever you <laughs> right, right. That's what I was about to ask. Can we just can we just say we know a guy? You know, <laughs> say, bro. <laughs> Look, tops you know, ain't tops ain't even gotta, gotta, gotta know. Me. You know, tops ain't even gotta know. They don't listen to this show. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's funny because since I am under contract with them on certain sets, I I can draw whatever I want uh, as far as garbage Pokemon, Star Wars, whatever. But I can't like mass produce copies of it and, and sell it as prints. And I can't use like their logo or their trade dress, um, like right. the banner, a little uh, bubble for the name and stuff. Yeah, yeah, because so. yeah, I mean that's just like anything else with like comic books. It's the same way, you know. All that shit, they don't want you to uh, put out things that are uh, not officially theirs because you could put like a dick on somebody and be like, oh yeah, the tops put this out. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's why yeah. they. Yeah. <sighs> Who wouldn't want? You know, like Luke Skywalker instead of using a lightsaber, using a dildo. <laughs> I like to see one uh, instead of Dick and Jane, maybe Dick and Bane. Oh, that it's, it's, it's a big dick with the mask on. It's like right, nobody right. wanted my penis until I put the mask on. <laughs> you know, something like that. You know, that was a very good impression of Bane. By the way. It was the first it was. time ever, right here. It's an exclusive. <laughs> it was. I enjoyed well, that. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. My back is about to break right then. <laughs> <laughs> Ready to climb up out the cave, huh? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, speaking of clown, have you, did you just watch the uh, the new It uh, trailer? I did. I did. I did. Oh, um, I watched so it for the excited. second and third time, and I've seen so much fucking more than I did originally because I was at work when they I, dropped so, it. I only got to see it once. I only saw um, it once so far. I, I don't know what's up with the fucking old lady running around naked. Right. Yeah, she's yeah. like I, I totally missed that in the beginning. You know, I I did catch where I'm I'm guessing she's Pennywise's daughter or yeah, something yeah. like that, you know? And uh she's yeah. sitting there when the when Beverly's looking at the pictures and she's like behind her and you're like, Is she naked? And she just does a little <laughs> and she like hauls ass into the kitchen and then you see her later and she's like running around the house naked. I was like, Hey, hey, come here, you old bitch, what's going on? you know? Why you wanna see some gray bush? Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. I figured definitely. As much. 
I'm waiting for the uncut version on DVD, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like John Wayne, John Wayne Bobbitt? Nah, not quite that director's cut. <laughs> but uh, so far, it, it looked really good. I, I was I was impressed with the uh, casting choices, you know. I mean, yeah. I, I think. Yeah, I think um, 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 what's his name is going to play a good character in there. Uh, old um, fucking X-Men guy. <laughs> I, know I don't know what the fuck his name is, to be honest. I was going to say Professor X, but I can't yeah, remember. That's, I, that's the only reason I didn't call him by name, because I don't know it. <laughs> the Patrick Stewart. No, no, he's not in it, though. It's the English dude. The one who played the young, young Professor X. Young Professor young X. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. He played in uh, Split and most recently Glass. Yeah. Which I have not seen any of those films yet. I, I've seen Split, and it really makes me want to see Unbreakable and Glass now. Oh, I mean, I've seen Unbreakable, but I've never seen... Unbreakable's real good. Uh, yeah, Unbreakable's fucking incredible. When I get the DVD back from a friend of mine, I'll let you borrow it. Sounds good. It's, Sounds good. it's one of my favorite, like, M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong movies. Yeah, yeah I mean, that and... With Sixth Sense, those are really the only good ones. Yeah, like, I agree. Like after he blew his wad after those two, Signs wasn't half bad. Signs was fucking horrible. I like yeah, Signs. Swing for the fences. <laughs> uh, uh, that was fucking stupid. I never watched Lady in the Water. Me neither. No. Um, and what was the one with the fucking the village? That that was the one that killed me. Like yeah, that's the one with the where they walk around with the uh the red fucking. I don't know. Yeah, really yeah. Spoiler yeah. alert. They're fucking in a goddamn time capsule, basically. Really? Well, that just saved me an hour and a half. Yeah, you know, you didn't see the movie? No. Okay, I'll tell you the end then. Uh, there are a bunch of fucking farmers that are pretending they live back in the day. They're trapped in like a fence of a like a game preserve. And the reason they're keeping the kids there is to stay away from, like, you know, they're like kind of like almost like um, uh, Amish people. You know, they're, they're oh, trying okay. to keep them away from modern modern stuff. Life and yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like that monster out there that, like, scares them or keeps away, but it's really just someone in a costume. In a costume. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So oh, it's. Fuck me, right? And, and the only reason they find this out is because one of the kids gets stabbed by the retarded kid or something like that. And then. They have to go yeah, get antibiotics because the kid's dying. So they oh, go, wow. okay. they, they travel through and they find this wall and jump the wall and it's a fucking car and like freaking out and shit. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. It's a bunch of fucking bullshit. That's a swift kick in the nuts. Um, Lady in the Water is probably about a sewer rat. I don't know. Um, and the other one, I'm the one I'm talking about that I, that that was the last one I watched by him was fucking um the Marky Mark one. Oh my god, the um, I can't think of the, the name. Happening. What is it? The happening. Is it the happening? Yes. God, that movie was so bad. Ah, oh, God, it, there was nothing happening in that motherfucker at all. Let's outrun the wind. Okay. Yeah, it's it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. It's about the the planet killing us. Yeah, that's another one I won't be watching. Don't watch it. It's terrible. Not a good. Not a good <laughs> film. Nothing worth redeeming at all. Um, but I heard. Heard really good things about Glass, and I heard really good things about the uh, Split. So, yeah, Split was a real decent movie. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed that. Yeah. Don't don't Google Split by the way, because you can get uh, three different films, and uh, one of them is definitely a bowling film. The other one is definitely Triple X, and the other one is the one you want to watch. Hmm. Um, I I tried to do that when we uh, had the pirated. Pir- uh, pirated fire stick 
and uh, I pulled up Split, and it was a bowling film. And I'm going, what the fuck? This is not the movie I want to watch. Yeah, I mean, two out of three is not bad, but a bowling film? Come on. What the fuck? I was like, man, this is Kingpin's a bowling film. That's a classic. That's a great movie. All right? Kingpin is a completely different different type of film, though. Mr. Monster. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I pulled a Munson. There it is. Munson. Munson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Look at him, almost a shit cloud coming. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. Well, anyway, Matt, man, thank you for coming on the show, dude. Thank you for doing oh, this. It was, it was fun to have you on, man, and come bullshit and maybe break up your evening from uh, sitting in a hotel room by yourself, diddling some cards. Yep, I appreciate it, man. It's been fun coming on. Of course, man. And you're, you're always welcome to come back, of course. And, and like I told you before, we'll, we'll talk more about other things. Uh, yeah, yeah. As time goes on, um, yeah, maybe next time you have a real co-host. You no, know. nah, I mean you did <laughs> good. For with me, <laughs> you did good, man. This is this is the first time you've actually had to sit down and interview somebody. Yeah. I think my biggest problem is I sit there and I bob my head and I, I agree and stuff like I like y'all can hear that. Yeah, so I, I'm like, I, oh, yeah, okay, I have to verbalize it. I'm sitting over here shaking <laughs> my head, agreeing. Yeah, I don't like, think that's picking up on this mic, you know. Man, that's a good. Uh, that was really good. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah, my interview skills are a lot better when I don't have to talk, but, you, you know, <laughs> not everyone can see that. Um, uh, so hopefully, uh, guys, uh, give it up for Chris. He did a really good job being stand-in, you know. Uh, hopefully, Rum will be back uh, next next episode. I'm not really sure. I don't know what's going on with him. Uh, but we will have uh, a returning guest to our show uh, the always awesome director, Mr. Billy Pond, is coming back on the show. We cannot wait. Uh, if you have not seen his movie, Circus of the Dead, you are missing out. Or his other film, Doll Boy, which you can watch on YouTube. It's on YouTube right now if you want to go watch it. It's only 30 minutes, and it's really good. Uh, and he's got a new film coming out pretty soon called Cowboys from Hell. So, you know, he's he's always fun. He uh, He just kicked cancer's ass. And uh, he's going to be on our show, so it's going to be great. We'll have him um, uh, pretty soon, a couple couple episodes from now. Make sure I have to listen to that one. Yeah, right. I don't think you will, but it's okay. I'm not even going to listen to this one. I I know. I don't want to hear myself. You should. You should because it's pretty good Uh, because I'm going to put some doctoring on it to make you really sound like an asshole. Um, (laughs) Not a whole lot of work needed there. (laughs) But, uh, again, Matt, thank you, bro. Uh, Like I said, you are more than welcome to come back whenever you want to, dude. Like, Just come on and shoot shit with us you know it'll be fun uh so with that guys uh oh wait wait before i even ended you know what man i feel like a dick is is there anything you want to plug man can you tell these people where they can find your art your sketches and shit if they want to buy something from you uh yeah i mean you can look me up on facebook uh, just matt steffens um mm steffens at yahoo.com is my uh, email address for anything um i do have an instagram account but i never use it so don't bother <laughs> Good. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start tagging you in all kind of fucking shit, like like on Instagram. I look at it like maybe once every couple weeks, and then I'm like, oh, that's cool. But then I just go back. I spend most of my time on Facebook, so Facebook's probably the easiest way to get a hold of me. Yeah, I did yeah. that. I I was the same way till I realized that you know you can get a lot more followers on on Instagram than this you th- than you yeah. can on Facebook now. Yeah, and, that's kind of what I'm noticing. So, and it, it, I'm slowly making the transition. Yeah, and and that's that's what I do now. So if anybody wants to go follow, like, go follow Matt on on Instagram. Doesn't matter. He, he if he's yeah, not there, follow him anyway. 80, I think is my Instagram. What, what is it? M Stephens eighty at, at 
I think that's my Instagram. Yeah. Nice. He checks his Instagram right after he gets home from his concerts. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> every, every concert he goes to, he checks them. So he's he's due yeah. for it. He's due for to check. There you go. His next post will be his next check concert. Out, uh, lobster cow. That's what I'm trying to push. Red lobster to start going. So lobster uh, cow. Thing. Sweet. Got to look that up. Let's make that a movement. Yes. Let's get behind that. I don't even know what it is, but I like it. The whole idea is to get the beef marbled with lobster meat. Oh, I'm in. And throw a cheddar biscuit on side that motherfucker. (laughs) Give me two of them. There you go. (laughs) I am so in. That would be a great. That would be a great breakfast sandwich. Wouldn't it? Cheddar biscuits and and when you throw that lobster on it, you got to eat with your pinky out because you're fancy. Then you know. Man. You take yourself the Red Lobster for that. You know you're having your way with yourself that night. All right, Matt. We got that's that's two two business ideas we came up with on this show: the the forever straw, and now this, the breakfast sandwich. Yeah, we'll be millionaires. <sighs> Dude, what the fuck are we waiting on? <laughs> All, right. All right, guys. Again, thank you guys for joining us. Um, and uh, so I was your host, Wayne. And I was the fill-in, Chris. <laughs> and that gentleman over there was Matt Steffens. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and children of all ages, to keep it, keep it metal. Hey, guys, real quick, I just want to make a quick statement before I got out of here. I want to say thank you to Matt Steffens for joining us on the show. It was fucking awesome to have him on here. Also want to say thank you to Chris, the Enforcer, Rajwork, for uh, coming out and helping me in the jam and uh, hosting the show with me. It's the first time he's ever done something like that, so it was very cool of him to do that. Also, before you guys correct me, I know I already messed up Metallica's bass player's name, and I also know I changed the uh, order of the commercial, so you got the right one. So anyway, take it easy, guys, and keep it metal. That's it. Get the fuck.